This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. I join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated and I hope you've had a really fantastic week and I hope that you're not too tired this morning uh, after, of course, Arsenal's MLS All-Star game taking place in the early hours of this morning. And uh, for those that stayed up to watch it, fair play to you. And uh, we're going to be talking about the game and plenty more of it as well. Before we get on with the show, though, please make sure you drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here and turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. Good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Good morning to Peter. Good morning to Paul. Uh, Good morning to uh, Penny Wing. Good morning to Carlton. Uh, good morning to Kevin. Uh, we've got uh, Babatunde, Marcus, Rich, Stewart. Uh, who else have we got in here? Darren, Harrison, Stevie, Mr. E, uh, Hawkwind. Thank you, everyone else as well, for tuning in. And those listening on Catch Up as well. It means a hell of a lot that you are doing. So I imagine that there might be more people listening on Catch Up than there usually is because most people are probably still asleep, to be fair, after yesterday's game. Let's talk about it then, because, of course, it was quite the performance in the end. A 5-0 victory to Arsenal. Uh, kicked off with a goal from, of course, Gabriel Jesus. Leandro Trossard getting the next. Jorginho, Martinelli and Havertz finishing the scoring as well. And there's plenty to talk about from the game, so let's not waste any time. Kicking off with things here. Leandro Trossard, uh, very, very, very impressive indeed. Um, again, did leave the field with an issue, but Mikel Arteta seems to think that it's not too serious. We know he suffered from something against Nuremberg as well and, and came off in that game, but was fit enough to to start this one. This new role for, for Trossard, this kind of new system that Arteta is trying to to cultivate with this double pivot of attacking midfielders, including Trossard or Havertz, who came on, in the second half, I think for me, Trossard is going to evolve this season. Trossard is going to turn into something that 
maybe we didn't expect when we first signed him. And I'm really looking forward to seeing his role in the side this season and how it develops and how his influence on things changes after what was obviously a signing in January that I still feel to some degree goes under the radar, that we don't necessarily see as much credit given to the club for that 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 deal and credit given to to Trossard as well. The goal itself from uh, from Trossard was was excellent. It followed what was also another brilliant goal from Gabriel Jesus. A little clip in off the post on the left hand side. The type of finish that we've wanted to see more of um, from uh, from a player like the the Brazilian. And there were some chances that Jesus missed. There was a header on the right hand side, of course, of the goal as well. But uh, all of these things, I think, that have led us um, to see Trossard and Jesus added to this team and added to the attacking threat is going to be a big asset to us next year. I have said a number of times that I feel like Trossard's involvement might become more Santi Cazorla-esque in the side, and I feel that this new role could certainly be fulfilling that. Now, Declan Rice and Yuri and Timber made their debuts for Arsenal. Declan Rice coming on in the second half, as did Timber. Starting with Rice, it was a performance that was quite muted, to be fair. It wasn't, like, wildly influential. And it's always going to be difficult for a £100 million defensive midfielder in a game that you're dominating the possession to... You know, shine. It's not like you're signing a, a striker like Jesus when he made his first appearance for Arsenal against Nuremberg last year and scored, um, you know, and things like that. But when it comes to, I think, a player like Declan Rice, I think that you see the little touches, the quick passes, the quick thinking, the turn, the touch, the progression. Uh, he had a chance to shoot from outside the box as well and took it, and, and sadly it didn't come off. But uh, I think that every time, you know, we we got the ball to rise, something happened. It was a quick movement of, of, of pass. And I think that quickness of thought is going to be really key. I look forward to seeing more of the drives from deeper in the midfield once again moving forward. So that's going to be great. Urian Timber as well, I thought, did fantastically well. Showcased his kind of technical ability on the ball, if you like. And it seems like, who knows, maybe him and Ben White will be more... Uh, greater competitors than many of us imagined. And Timber might find himself in a starting lineup very soon as well. But both players look to be real assets to the team moving forwards. And I look forward to seeing even more of it. Kai Havertz scores, but oddly, it's quite quiet still. Um, I haven't seen the same level of attention given to Havertz scoring in an actual game of football as opposed to not scoring in a meaningless skills challenge um but i suppose that's what we've got to come to expect um these days when it comes to kind of the dis the description of these things um havertz however uh i think will take great confidence from that goal what a finish by the way as well uh really really is um for me at least uh i really he's going to be an exciting asset to this team he's the most exciting signing i think that there is this summer because i just think there's so much intrigue uh, around things um but again disappointing that uh maybe the credit from outside the not i'm talking about inside certainly arsenal fans giving him plenty of credit but the outside influences that we saw, the outlets tweeting about the misses in the uh, skills challenge, haven't seen waking up this morning as much coverage about a genuine goal. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one to think about. It's one to consider. Uh, and just kind of talking about the game in more general terms, and I'm sure there are people in the chat box highlighting people uh, that they think had good games. Well, I've seen shouts for Kieran Tierney. I've seen shouts for Jakob Kivior as well, both of them doing well. 
coming onto the field again. Even Marquinhos, as Dan points out, doing uh, a decent job too. I, I look forward to seeing this team play again. The next game, of course, is, is only in a couple of days' time. We'll play in Manchester United at 10 o'clock, um, which is going to be a much better time, I think, for fans over here to watch the game. Uh, that's in the MetLife Stadium, of course. And then we'll be taking on Barcelona uh, on July 27th, next Thursday at 3.30 in the morning. That might be one to get to bed and then wake up early for. So I look forward to this and seeing what more we might get. Um, right, let's move forwards into today's stories in terms of news, shall we? Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has moved to Marseille or is moving to Marseille. Uh, he will indeed make the switch and uh, I look forward to seeing how this move fares for the player. Turning down options from Saudi Arabia instead to stay in Europe and play back in France. It'll be the first time he's played, of course, for a side in France since he left Saint-Étienne for Borussia Dortmund so many years ago. Um, but it will be very interesting to see what happens with Aubameyang. Uh, Nicolas Pepe's Saudi Arabia move has apparently collapsed. Now, according to James Bench, there had been reports from James specifically that a mid-table Saudi side had approached Nicola Pepe about a potential move, but those stories, those suggestions seem to be falling away now with Pepe's potential exit from Arsenal proving a little bit more difficult than we may have hoped. Uh, the wage structure we heard or the wage demands from the player side, the agent side of things, it seems have been a key part of the reason as to why this deal has fallen apart. Arsenal will hope to try and move Pepe on if they can, but as I've mentioned before, my prediction on this one is potentially that we'll see a yet another contract termination at the club. However, they might be saved from a potential contract termination of Cedric, with Villarreal said to be, according to Spanish media, interested in making a potential offer for the Portuguese fullback. Uh, Cedric, of course, has been left back in England due to a decision made by Mikel Arteta. Uh, very interesting indeed to see what now happens between now and the end of the window, if indeed anyone comes in. But Villarreal are being mentioned as a potential suitor for Cedric. So I guess we'll have to see how this one goes. And lastly, our headline transfer story of the day is that there has been more reports suggesting that Arsenal are looking to try and secure a deal for Vitello, uh, Correa do Povo have revealed that representatives are said to be already in Brazil to observe the player in advanced negotiations on the part of Arsenal. Uh, Edu Gaspar is leading the negotiations and Arsenal are optimistic, it's said, about taking Botello in the coming weeks. Uh, this is a story that we, of course, have been talking about for kind of the past week or so, just over the past week, last couple of weeks. Uh, he plays, is kind of a more forward-thinking midfielder, can play in a wide area as well and would come in I think to provide depth and reinforcement to the team um, but there's for me anyway it doesn't make that much sense to talk about Botello and Kudus as well um, so I look forward to seeing which of Kudus and Botello or maybe even both end up becoming Arsenal players before the end of the window but they are the two names that are being discussed more than any other as the next potential incomings, it seems. Right then, let's move to part two, your questions and more right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now, you can still get tickets for our live event that is taking place on Thursday, <laughs> Sunday, the 13th of August. Uh, they are £22 a ticket. You can find us at the Mould Maid Club in Newington Green in London. Um, we are having a brilliant lineup of guests. It's certainly worth uh, setting aside your Sunday evening for Harry Simeon, FK, Mike Feinberg and Bailey Keogh all joining me for a couple of hours to talk Arsenal, um, to take your questions as well. Going to be plenty of audience interaction, lots of fun and games as well. If you are considering getting a ticket, I recommend doing so. Link is down in the description. You can also find information on at the Guna Talk TV Twitter page. All of the guys have also tweeted out links to tickets as well. So if you haven't already got yours, uh, make sure that you do. But it's great to see so many more of you uh, grabbing them in the last couple of days or so. Right then, let's go to the chat box, shall we? And tackle some of your questions. Uh, the Marble Hall Show says, is there such a thing as a real Twitter ITK? Uh, we've talked at length about Twitter ITKs on the channel before in varying levels of reliability. And I think that I've said a number of times before that there is a difference between kind of the understanding around an ITK and, of course, uh, a journalist. And there are differences between the two. What an ITK can do if they are reliably informed, a journalist can't do always in the same way. And certain ITKs will have sources in and around the club that Journalists, if they were to use the same information because their profile, their face and everything is attached to it, um, makes things a lot more tricky um, because if you have a source inside and the club are aware of that source and know the links between you and the journalist, it makes it very difficult to get that information out there because you don't want to you know, threaten that potential relationship, that source and that trusted partnership that you've got. But a faceless ITK account doesn't have those same restrictions. And so therefore, you can see truth in plenty of itk accounts but you can also see a hell of a lot of lies as well and that is the problem is that for clout for followers for likes all that sort of thing people do create these accounts and spout a load of bollocks <laughs> quite frankly and it's very difficult to keep on track of what can be real and what isn't i think you need to need to find track records and go by those um and also look at the wording of certain tweets if something's not very committal if something leaves things open to changing and you know there, there's no track record previously of things being corrected, uh, that's always a good sign to look out for, to, to call BS on what it might be. Um, Thomas says, what's your thoughts on Balogun? Do you think that he could make a U-turn and stay to try and nail down a first-team spot? I think the door is open for that, for sure. 
you know, I wouldn't rule out the idea that Balogun could stay. But increasingly, I do still think that he will move on. I think that Inter Milan seem the most viable option at the moment. It depends upon whether they can agree a deal with Arsenal. It seemed to be that the first bid of around 40 million euros is below Arsenal's valuation of around 50 million pounds. And so therefore, it probably will be rejected and we'll see Arsenal enter further negotiations with Inter Milan to see if they can agree a deal. I think something upwards of 40 million, maybe on 40 million pounds might be enough to get a deal done. So let's wait and see what happens. Uh, Isowa says, with Liverpool's training ground being sponsored, is Arsenal's ground also sponsored separately from the Emirates Stadium? I don't know, and I'm not aware of any sponsorship that's of London Colney. So at this moment in time, Isowa, I don't think so. Um, let's go to... Boom, 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 boom. Uh, let's go to Nick, who says, Vieira still playing at Portuguese league's uh, pace. Needs a bit more hot potato in his game. And I think, you know, the more minutes that Vieira gets, hopefully the more we see from him. He's obviously someone that's in a lot of focus right now and someone that will continue to be in focus uh, until he starts to put in more consistent and impressive performances. Uh, Raheem says, Tom, why do we need Botello and Kudus? I just think Kudus may be enough. Um, I will lead on, on the club for this one. If they sign both players, they must have a reason for that. If they sign one or the other, Again, they will have a reason for that as well. Uh, let's go to uh, Maximia says, Hey, Tom, there's a strange habit developing among our fans. If you don't like a signing, express disapproval by all means. But uh, first they play for the club, back them because it's the success of the club that we back as well. Look, you can't ask everybody to, to like everything. You can't, however much I may even try to convince people of, you know, not abusing players, not talking about players in really kind of disgusting terms sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, I just hope those players make them, you know, very much sit and swim in some muds that they certainly deserve to be sitting and swimming in. So uh, let's wait and see if Havertz, amongst others, can do that. Uh, Fouad says, Tom, do you see Trossard being played at left centre mid full time now? And if that's the case, surely we would be uh, a winger short. Uh, no, because I see Havertz, you know, being in that role. So Trossard would be playing in a wide area and also playing in midfield. We've got Nelson, we've got Smith Rowe coming back, who I think people are quickly forgetting about. So no, I don't think we'd be a winger short at all because he can still play there. Players can play in multiple positions. Uh, James says, I can't shake Havertz playing style, reminding me of Ozil. A great talent, but has that air of not being an aggressive worker. Can this style of player work in an Arteta system? Who's to say that he can't change? Who's to say that Arteta can't coach him to be a bit more aggressive, to press somewhat more? And I think his pressing statistics actually are quite impressive. His defensive statistics, at least for a forward player, are also very impressive. So I wouldn't rule out the idea that Havertz's playing style is maybe a hangover from that Chelsea experience and actually still is showing plenty of metrics that show he does contribute significantly when out of possession as well. Uh, Nikhil says, hey, Tom, do you think the most important takeaway from last night's match was the tactical flexibility? Arteta will be delighted the inverted right back worked out so much. I think that unpredictability about what Arsenal could bring to the table next season is what is going to be so key. Uh, Timber's ability to play at right back, ability to play at right side and centre back, the ability to even maybe, who knows, play in midfield. It's going to add so much difference, variation, um, you know, the, the ability to tweak things a lot more in the game. It's exciting. And I think certainly there's a reason to be excited for next season with the signings that we've made and could still make as well. 
Um, let's go to uh, thoughts on links to Joshua Kimmich again, Nick. I don't know of any links to Joshua Kimmich that are genuine right now, so apologies for that. But I haven't seen any genuine links to Kimmich so far. Uh, even our kit looked good last night, says Vivian. Yeah. We could agree to disagree. I'm not a fan. I don't think I'm ever going to be a fan, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Arthur says, I would keep Balogun and Eddie. Uh, Arsenal DNA through and through. Keeping identity in the team is important, but that's just my opinion. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, identity, I think, is comes through and obviously, sure, players internally and coming through Hayland Academy, but also I think it comes from the principles of the manager, which whether Balogun already leave or stay, I think is going to be absolutely upheld no matter what. So I don't think we necessarily need um, both or one of those players to stay to keep the Arsenal DNA. We have Saka, we have Smith-Rowe. I think the players are learning the Arsenal DNA that are coming into the team as well. Arteta himself, Edu, all understand this. So I don't think they have to say for us to keep the uh, the Arsenal DNA, if you like. I think that we've got plenty of um, positives from the idea of, of having uh, ex-players at the club and people coming through the academy. I don't think they're imperative to keep the identity. Uh, Christopher says, Tom, if Tierney is sold, do you think Vieira could be used as Zinchenko-style left-back? Absolutely not. Sorry. No, Christopher, I don't think he can play that role at all. Uh, John says, Kai Havertz got engaged, went to the World Cup, got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, transferred for Arsenal, made his debut and still scored a goal before Mudrick. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tesh says, what did you think of the Apple TV broadcast? I think they were impressive and had the right camera angles, replays and after-match analysis. I'd sign up for a Premier League coverage if Apple secured the rights. Does Mr. Tesh work for Apple, maybe? Maybe he does. <laughs> um, but I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought the coverage was good. Um, you know, similar to, to, to coverage that I've seen before. But yeah, I think we, we're seeing more camera angles. Obviously, the camera angles are more to do with what's available in the stadium. So they are expecting there to be significant numbers of cameras added to Premier League grounds to help with VAR improvements. So you're probably going to see more camera angles um, added to Sky and TNT uh, coverages of the game next season as well. Uh, William Sellyback says, uh, Tom, is it okay for me to be this excited about Arsenal? Kai, Leo, Jorginho on the score sheet, Partey, Zinni and Smith-Rowe still to play and hopefully Kudus might come in as well. Is there a quad incoming? <laughs> I mean, it's not okay to be that, I think, expected. But uh, it's, it's absolutely fine to be excited about Arsenal for next season because they've given us plenty of reasons to be excited for next season. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. And I'm hoping that we can have an amazing season as well. Um, Dapo Dap says, what do you think of Urian Timber's performance last night? I think he was brilliant. And I can only echo those words. You know, the ability that he's bringing into the team, the technical skill that he's bringing, the quickness of thought, the decision-making, the progression. I look forward to seeing if we stylistically see a change to our back four with Timber coming into it. Um, let's go to uh, John says, do you think the Cronkies see how grateful most of our fan base are? I think Josh certainly does. I have no real opinion on the stand side of things because he's not been able to give us anything to suggest that but josh certainly i think appreciates it significantly um van jesus there's been reports that the club have decided to keep Partey for the forthcoming season are they true i saw those reports yesterday granted but i haven't been able to confirm nor see cross-referencing of those so i didn't include them at this moment in time um i think that 
Partey, if he stays, you know, great. Dynamic between him and Rice, what they add to the side, it's going to be important for us. So, yeah, let's see how that works. Um, Amberly says, Vieira at left-back would make Zinchenko look like Maldini. <laughs> uh, Pinyuin says, Kivior seems like a brilliant signing. So far, so good. I think he's doing a good job. I think he did a good job last season when he came into the side towards the latter end of the campaign. I think he's versatile. I think he adds qualities in different positions. And I think that ultimately it's a shrewd bit of business by Arsenal to cover off two areas like left-sided centre-back and left-back as well. So, yeah, he looks a really, really good talent. There's a reason why we've bought him. Um, let's go to... Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Paul says, are Arsenal going into the season stronger and Man City weaker based on the incomings and outgoings. Well, Man City are about to agree a deal to bring in Josko Vardio um, from RB Leipzig, who is a, a brilliant defensive talent. So don't rule that out. But losing Mares, if they lose Bernardo Silva, these are big, big exits. Um, big exits indeed. So let's see who who else leaves Man City between now and the end of the summer, because um, there could be a fair few outgoings, but it could mean they do some big business towards the end of the window. There's lots of time left and remaining as well. Uh, Steven says, what's your thoughts on Jesus? Seems to have gone under the radar. And if he stays injury free, I think he'll have a great season. I've said before that I think if Jesus had had that full season, he would have got close to 20 Premier League goals last year. Uh, he got 11 and he missed a third of the campaign. That's more league goals than Vlahovic got last season for Juventus. So I think we need to remember that he does score goals and plenty of them as well. And when he's in a rich vein of form, he's difficult to stop. His technical skill, his style, his principles in the position that he plays, I think fit perfectly into Arteta's system. And I look forward to seeing Jesus start the campaign again as our number one striker and see with the improvements that we've made to the team with Rice, with Timber, with Havertz, what else that can change about his dynamic as a player as well. Um, okay, let's go to... Esmond says, happy for Kai. He scored in the match, but not in the challenge. From the highlight I saw in the game, he looked good. In the challenge, around half of the crosses he received were awful, to be fair. They were. Uh, it also comes down to the deliveries that you get. And the delivery for his goal last night was perfect. So, you know, you absolutely expect... Not expect necessarily to score, but on the volley, it was a fantastic finish. Uh, let's go to Eric says, would you be willing to let Smith Rowe go to bring in Kudus? No, no, I wouldn't. Uh, Benji says, Tom, I saw reports that Arteta could yet play Havertz as a false nine. Is uh, Robin Van Persie's regen prediction still on the cards? Uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. I don't think that that will be his initial position, but if we have some injuries, maybe we will see. Um, Havertz move into a centre-forward role. Um, so let's let's see if that indeed does happen. Dan says, what are your thoughts on Austin Trusty? I think he'll be sold. Um, I still think that he will be sold at this point. I, I don't see it working. I don't see a, a pathway or a position for him in this Arsenal team. So I do think that Austin Trusty will eventually be sold this summer. Uh, Jerry says, I really appreciate the way you defend and big up Arsenal and our players. I defend when I think players should be defended and I'll criticise when I think there's worthy of criticism. Um, what I won't do is be hyperbolic and chaotic for the sake of getting attention. And I don't. I think that's important. I think that's the way that we've grown things here as well, which is, you know, really, really important to, to look back on. Uh, the community here is great. And I look forward to sharing a room with you uh, in August at the live podcast. Make sure you grab your tickets down below. Um, let's go to Maximus is Tom Smithrow or Vieira Smithrow at the moment Smithrow has given me more to be excited about than, than Vieira Vieira needs to show more consistency and yes I know Smithrow has been missing 
for a lot of the last year. Um, but yeah, Smith Rowe, I think, is the obvious choice as well. And it goes the same with Kudus as well. You know, Kudus has had kind of one really good season. Um, he's had injury issues. Um, and I think that because of that, Smith Rowe has given us so much more. And I know that Smith Rowe has had his own injury problems, but we know more about Smith Rowe. Be willing to put more of a space. Um, more of faith, sorry, into into Smith Rowe than than a player like Kudus. So, I'd rather have Smith Rowe integrated than Kudus at this moment in time. But Kudus's ability to play on the right wing will offer great competition to Saka, and I think it's worth us bringing Kudus in still this summer. Uh, let's go to boom, 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 boom. Esmond says Jesus is a good player, but he needs to work on his finishing. I believe Nelson and Eddie are going to surprise many people, and they're underrated. Nelson, though, has to stay fit, he absolutely does. Uh, Morgan says, What are your thoughts on Nketiah as a winger? Not that we are in need of one, but he looks powerful. I think Eddie's continued continue to add that physical presence to his uh athletic uh status, and I think that certainly. He can play in a wider role to an extent. I just, again, think there's a ceiling to Nketiah that maybe will hold him back in this Arsenal team. But let's let's wait and see. Um, Maya says, Tom is too defensive about Arsenal and does not criticise players that easily. Too defensive, but they're not criticising players easily. I think there's a bit of a contradiction there, to be honest, in the comment, Maya. Um, saying too defensive and then saying criticising easily. I don't feel like you can be both of those things. If you're too defensive about something and you're saying that the alternative to that is wanting to criticise easily, I don't believe in criticising easily. I say about criticising when it's worthy. You know, that's what I think is important. If you criticise easily, I think it's too harsh. I think, you know, from the perspective of an Arsenal fan, an Arsenal supporter, um, I think defence should come first. I think context should come first, always. And then if something is worthy of criticism, that you give it. Um, I think there's misconceptions about the way in which I talk about Arsenal for people that only watch a little snippet of the channel or see little highlights or listen to what other uh, people might say. So, but uh, yeah, certainly criticising easily is not the way forward at all. Uh, Benji says, would you take 40 million euros for Balogun right now if we got a buyback clause? No, because a buyback clause doesn't guarantee you that you get the player back um, if you if you buy that player. You know, think about Xavi Simmons. He had to choose to return to PSG just because they activated the buyout, but the buyback clause um, it doesn't mean that he had to leave. So, no, I don't think so. I want £40 million plus for Balogun. Uh, Penny Wien says, I'm meeting Matt G. Faints. Oh, and like the video, Penny Wien, very excited that might be meeting Matt G at the event. Looking forward to meeting just people and putting faces to names. Uh, it's going to be fantastic to see plenty of you at the event. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, people in the chat box that have been speaking to other people, you know, it's an opportunity to meet um, people that you only know from a chat box and meet them in real life. Uh, it's going to be an amazing opportunity to be able to for us to do that on the weekend of the first Premier League game of the season as well. So if you're coming down for the Nottingham Forest game, I recommend that you extend your trip to the Sunday Go back Sunday evening and make a weekend of your time in London if you are indeed over for the Forest game. Get your tickets down below. Uh, the Forest game is on the Saturday and the podcast on the Sunday. It's a perfect weekend of Arsenal to get yourself involved in. Right then, let's move to uh, the end of the show and wrap things up there. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated as always. I hope that you have a fantastic Thursday. We're nearly at the weekend, people. You've nearly made it indeed. 
Uh, I look forward to speaking with you on the Arsenal Way a little bit later on this morning about the game last night. I look forward to speaking with you in tomorrow morning show and hopefully there's some really fantastic news to discuss. Arsenal aren't so far away from their next game as well. As I say, against Manchester United on Saturday evening, uh, it's all it's all kicking off. Uh, plenty of football to discuss. Plenty of games to talk about. We're getting closer to the season week by week. I can't wait and neither should you. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new and all those good things. I'll see you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.